Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's self-love podcast, the quickie, where, you know, I just I just feel I have to share with you um, something amazing as far as my own personal life is concerned. To all you pet lovers, I think you'll enjoy and appreciate this week's quickie. Unfortunately, over the last week, I lost my beautiful, amazing mini black panther, the gorgeous Misha. We saved Misha from death row 15 years ago from the RSPCA in Auckland. She came across from New Zealand to Australia when we immigrated over here, and she has been my right-hand little buddy everywhere I've gone. She's been cruisy. She's easy. She was just never one to make a fuss, and she certainly was a gorgeous companion, especially for me after my children left home and, of course, my husband being on the road so much. I just... I am amazed at how much losing her has affected me and I'm sure you pet lovers will appreciate that grieving the loss of a pet is quite different and almost surreal. I mean when we lose a parent, a spouse, a child or someone close to us there's often met with such sympathy, comfort and offerings of sincere condolence and we are allowed to grieve, we're expected to grieve and I'm sure for many of us we may feel a bit bizarre that we have such a sense of loss around just this tiny little creature but I've come to accept that pets are like family members animals are the most extraordinary gift on this planet and I think it's really important for those of us that love animals and pets that we also give ourselves the time to grieve their loss and really get to appreciate that even though people might say, well, just get another cat or "Could you? would you get a dog or um, do you think you'll get another one? It's all said with good intent. But 15 years most cats can survive for and some dogs can be up to that age as well, if not longer. Um, and I think it's really important to know that that's a huge part of all our lives, isn't it? And, and I just feel for our kids, you know, we get these animals or kittens or puppies and they become so ensconced in our family. They behave like they're humans. We treat them like many humans. And it's beautiful to feel such responsibility and connection to these little amazing creatures. But it's not only painful, I've noticed, for the loss, but due to the potential loneliness that this type of grieving can bring to us, it's really weird to tell someone that you are really upset because you've lost your cat. And I know you cat lovers will say, no way, I completely understand. But I'm probably talking to the people who maybe don't have pets or maybe don't understand what animal owners go through. And I'm not blaming them by any means, but it's just interesting. But I thought, you know, like, why is it that it hurts so much? Why do we grieve the loss of a beloved pet and grieve so many things that come along with that? And I think for me, losing Misha, um, was probably for me the loss of an unconditional love. She never judged me. <laughs> she was always just there. Um, I was cutting up the roast chicken the other day and put her chicken into the bowl beside me. It's been such a habit for 15 years, only to realise she was no longer there. And I think it's just the fact that she is so beautifully connected to my feelings that even though she was just a little mini Black Panther from the RSPCA, 
she seemed to pick up on when I was down or when I felt I was really alone or when I, I don't know, I just, she just seemed to pick up on when I wasn't myself and would come and sit beside me. Now, she didn't particularly love being picked up, but she certainly loved being brushed and the attention. And I think I got just as much in patting and grooming her as she did receiving it. But there's so many different things that we also feel that, you know, having a pet is almost like being the parent of another child. And I know we feel responsible for another life and we go to great lengths to ensure our pets are physically and emotionally comfortable. I know that we do many activities to revolve around our pets. And if we go away, there's always this amazing creature to consider. So they really do take up a lot of heart and emotional space. So losing a pet, I think we need to acknowledge that we lose that part of us, that responsibility. We also lose a little creature that witnessed our lives and was someone that provided you know, uninhibited emotional expression, just their little face, her little face, her whiskers, her purring and the way she would talk to me. I just, I really miss it. And I realize that that's some of the things that brought such security, stability and comfort that I hadn't really thought too much about thinking that she was going to be around at least for another couple of years. But I also realized the impact it had on my children, knowing that they'd had Misha since they were very young kids. And I think it really hit all of us just how quickly it impacted all of our lives. And to have my daughter drive back up from Brisbane and be with us when we found out Misha was really sick. And I remember the vet saying to me, the kindest thing you could do is to let her go. I just knew I didn't want to put her through any pain. And thankfully, her illness was short. And thankfully, she didn't suffer too much. And thankfully, um, we have the ability to choose to euthanize our beautiful, amazing pets. I think the goodbye was particularly hard, but I remember sobbing to my mum on the phone and she just said to me, this is when I found out Misha wasn't well, she just said, you know, keep smiling, keep showing her how much she um, she means to you. Keep talking to her. Grieve for her when she's gone. Don't let her feel your emotions just yet. Just let her know how much you love her. And that gave me such a sense of strength to be there for her um, and to be strong for her before she uh, we had the vet come to visit her. And I think it was also the grieving once she did go of the loss of you know one of my most primary companions who's been with me for many many years. And I really acknowledge the the sense of, of emptiness now. But I think what was so profoundly beautiful was not only that message from my mom and my beautiful sister and brother, we all cried together, we all know our pets, and I love the fact that we as a family really appreciated what each other was going through. Now, the vet asked me, what do you want to do with her when it comes to cremation or burial? And I don't know, I just felt so overwhelmed with everything and it happened, seemed to happen so quickly that I didn't know what to say. And when she said the vet could come to the home and that there is pet cremation services, oh my gosh, I just want to give an acknowledgement to the amazing vets out there and incredible humans that offer a service such as pet cremations. Um, I felt so privileged that this amazing vet Jan came to our home and my, my, as I said, my daughter had driven up from Brisbane and the two of us sat there 
And she just talked to her as if she'd known Misha for a long time. And, and the way she explained to us what she was doing and allowed our beautiful girl to just get into a more sedated space before she gave her the final injection. And I say this with real respect and care because there's something about vets. I mean, animals can't talk per se, and I find them quite extraordinary vets because they have to pick up on all the symptoms and signs and nuances that animals give as opposed to what they say. I find them highly intuitive and also connected to us as humans and about what a pet means to us. My other cat, Cleo, was a Cornish Rex who passed away a couple of years ago. And again, we went through the same trauma. But most people that met her as a Cornish Rex would say, oh, my gosh, your cat is undeniably ugly. (laughs) But you take your cat into a uh, like that into a vet and they go, oh, isn't she beautiful? I just love you vets and anyone listening or anyone that is in this industry. I just I really wanted to dedicate this particular podcast to you. I think you guys are amazing. And I think the way you care for not only our animals, but the way you honor us as humans and really talk to us as if they are our own children. I I just think you're a special breed. I know all the frontline workers and nurses and paramedics and doctors and and firefighters and ambulance and police, they all get a huge um, kudos and, and, and acknowledgement for the work they do. But I don't often hear of maybe an International Vets Day or, you know, how do we sing out and say thanks to the incredible veterinary surgeons and veterinary doctors out there. So I just want to say thank you to Nicklin Way Veterinary Services um, here on the Sunshine Coast, to beautiful Jan from Sunshine Vets um, who came to our home and the amazing uh, pet cremations, uh, pet rest cremations here in Budrum on the Sunshine Coast when they delivered her back to me, they, well, actually, when they took her, um, they put her in the back of the car and there was a flower in this beautiful bed. Like, when I think back to it, it was just so beautiful because we don't do death that well as humans do. And particularly in our Western culture, I don't think we do death as well as our Eastern friends and the way they took her off and her little paw was hanging out of the, the little basket that she put her in and the beautiful lady went to put it back in and I said, oh, that's how she used to sleep with her paw hanging out. And she goes, oh, look at her. She already knows how she wants to be in there. And that just made me feel so comfortable to know that she took the time to say some such simple words, but they meant so much to Taylor and I. And then off she went and the two of us sobbed and I really did feel such a sense of loss in that moment. But I think what was really beautiful was a couple of days later, they rang me and said, we're just checking when we can bring Misha home. Those words alone just made me feel so much more comforted. And when there was a knock at the door a couple of days later, there was a gentleman standing there. I'd forgotten all about it. And he was standing there and he just went, oh, hello there. Look, I'm just bringing Misha home to you. And I felt so much better once she was home. And I felt so privileged with the beautiful notice and the card that they put in there and this amazing poem. And I don't know, I just think they did it really, really well. And I just want to say, if any of you have, pets or our pet owners or wannabe pet owners. I know death is a part of the experience of owning a pet, but I think 
um, having my beautiful girlfriends. I had the amazing Karen Smith and Cindy O'Meara turn up at 6.30 that morning and come in with coffee and brekkie. And we just sat there really talking about the beauty of owning animals and just how much joy they bring to each of us. I realized how much joy she brought to a lot of my friends and family as well. And getting flowers from an amazing friend, Alison, getting an incredible rubber plant sent to me from a gorgeous friend, Liz, and messages and just a beautiful bunch of flowers from Taylor's friend. Um, It just was so precious that people took the time to care. And I know myself, I've always bought um, these books, which are all about dogs and cats going to heaven. And whenever I know someone close to me, it's written for children. But whenever someone close to me loses a pet, I always send them one of those books. And it just gives me such comfort to explain that, to know that that person's going to read this book and share it with their child about how their cat or dog is dancing in heaven and, and doing the things that dogs and cats love to do. So I just want to say, make sure really privileged, how privileged it is to have an animal in our lives. Make sure we reach out to those animals in need. And if you don't take on a pet, then one of the most beautiful things that Karen Smith does every year on her birthday is she rounds up all the blankets and towels and all the different cat and dog foods, and she takes it all and delivers it to the animal refuge centres. So you don't have to be a pet owner to make a difference in a beautiful animal's life. And I just wanted to reach out and and say that whatever area you live in, find out where your local SPCA is or find out where your local animal refuge is. And if nothing else, let's never forget the beauty, the awe, the wonder and the preciousness, the gift that these beautiful animals bring to all of our lives. I want to honour my beautiful pussycat and the cats that we've had before, the dogs that I grew up with, the birds, the goldfish, the mice, the rats, all the different things that we've had through our childhood and into our adulthood. And I just want to say how privileged it's been to take care of these little souls and to make sure that we never take for granted the unconditional, undeniable love that they bring us. When I hear of animal cruelty or when I see animals being treated with such disdain and hurting and all of those things that do happen, I I can't turn a blind eye. I'll do whatever it takes to contribute to causes that help animals. This is where I wish we could be really mindful of, of the meat and the dairy industries, the wool industries, and just... You know, there is ethical farmers and people out there that really do care about the circle of life and how these beautiful, precious creatures are taken care of and, of course, horses. And I just want to say that if any one of these words that I've said today strikes a chord in you, then the greatest gift or greatest action you could take is by donating to one of those amazing charitable causes. I know there are people out there that have equine therapy centres. Horses help people heal. Dogs help people heal. I've seen the impact that animals have on the elderly. I've seen the impact animals have with sick children. And you only have to look at guide dogs or um, dogs that are used at the, you know, the airports or dogs that are used to help people that are suffering with PTSD or stress to see just how magnificent these amazing, beautiful, precious animals are. So today, my darling friends, in honour of Mishimu, Misha, my little mini black panther, 
I just want you to go out and hug your pets if you have one and give them all the love that they deserve. And again, if you don't have a pet, you only have to go and spend some time at a refuge or RSPCA to really know how much a little bit of support can make a massive difference. Please do take care of yourself. But this week, today in particular, let's give thanks to the incredible, the amazing animal kingdom. Thank you. Take care. And here is the beautiful poem that the pet cremation people um, gave to me in the card, which I'd love to leave you with today. Do not stand and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn's rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circle flight. I am the stars that shine at night. Do not stand and mourn for me, for with you I will always be. How beautiful is that? And I just want to acknowledge my sister for her amazing words of comfort, my mum for her words of advice, and for my brother for also reaching out and sending to me a beautiful um, poem as well, which I think, you know, getting words and quotes and, and messages from people who really um, do understand what your pain is and just really, I don't know, giving you the, the time to know that they're thinking of you. I think it just matters. So if any of you have friends who have just lost a pet or that they are struggling or that they uh, may have a sick pet, then just don't ever forget the impact that your precious words can have. And also knowing that every time you reach out and say anything, you're letting that person know that you care and that you understand that their loss is quite significant. So, yeah, really, today, let's, let's send out a beautiful message to our amazing animals. And I'll finish with the message that my darling brother sent me. Paw prints on my heart. You came into my life one day, so beautiful and smart. My dear and sweet companion, I loved you from the start. And though I knew the time would come when we would have to part, you'll never be forgotten. You left paw prints on my heart. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.